Let's talk wellness now. Speaking about gardens, plant parenthood and well-being. During the pandemic, researchers have noted that having a garden has been associated with better health and well-being. Gardening brings us close to the soil and connects us with nature's powers of renewal in a way that can be both calming and invigorating. So it is that uh, in these anxious times when the future feels uncertain that tending plants is providing many people with a psychological lifeline. This is according to the well-gardened mind. But to unpack this uh, further, we're joined by Dr. Anes Mbisfo, medical doctor, entrepreneur and yoga teacher. Happy Wednesday, doctor. How are you? Happy Wednesday, Asanda, and happy full moon coming up tonight as well. I'm good. How are you doing? Awesome. Thank you so much, actually, for reminding us on that. So this is not a red flag. You can't say somebody who does gardening is a red flag in your relationship. <laughs> we were talking hey. earlier about this trend going on that people are making a mockery of now. You know, if that was a red flag, I'd be single for the rest of my life. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> no you would be. Come near me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do gardens do for us? Uh, what, what do we know in terms of what research tells us? Well, you know, the research is very clear. And that says that if you have a garden, it's shown to reduce stress. It's shown to increase um, well-being, overall well-being. And especially for children, the research is really clear that when it comes to children um, developing their fine motor skills, um, socializing with your children, doing an activity at home, which involves the whole family, that gardening is a really, really great way to help your child develop, but also to help you come into the present moment. Okay, so uh, what, what tips do you give us then in terms of how we can get more involved with our garden spaces? You know, I think the main thing with gardening and the reason why we see all of these studies saying that it's improved people's mental well-being, especially during lockdown, is that while you're gardening, you come into the present moment. And every time we are experiencing stress, any time we are worried or anxious about something, as soon as we bring ourselves into the present moment, instead of worrying about the past or fast-forwarding to the future, we are just in the right now. And what that does physiologically to our bodies is it makes us breathe deeper. And by breathing, our body's stress response gets regulated to being in a state of rest and in a state of restoration. So I think when it comes to gardening, the main thing is to start to make this a part of your routine. You know, a lot of us live in different circumstances. Some people have gardens in their homes that they can access more readily. Some of us live in apartments. And so I think when it comes to gardening, we just need to reframe exactly what that looks like. You know, if you don't have a garden yourself, we have beautiful parks and botanical gardens across the country Mm. that you can just simply go and visit on a weekend, spend some time there either on your own, you know, making it a self-care activity or with your loved ones and just enjoying being outside. The other thing it can look like if you live in an apartment is to buy a couple of houseplants. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of memes about houseplants dying and people not managing to maintain their plant babies. But that in itself is a self-care activity where it teaches you the importance of consistency and routine when it comes to watering your plants. It teaches you lots of lessons of patience, of, of reaping the rewards of the effort that you put into something. And so I think when it, when it comes to gardening, it's about just infusing your life with a bit of greenery, buy a plant, go out to your garden if you can, and really schedule in that time 
because the research shows us that just a couple of minutes tending to a house plant or spending time in your garden, both with your family or on your own, can significantly improve your mental well-being. So we need to be creative then. It's not like doom and gloom if we don't have land space. And as you say, uh, some of us live in these compact spaces in the cities. So just applying a little bit of feng shui as well, is that something that we can look into? Yes, yes, I love that. You know, I, I really believe in the ethos of making the best of what it is that you have. So if you do have a small apartment space, Look at the windows that have the most light. Try to create a windowsill or something. And maybe just start your green space in your apartment in that area, you know. Mm. Um, You can do a lot of research about feng shui. And feng shui is essentially arranging objects in your home so that the energy flows more effectively. Um, And that a big part of that includes using plants. The color green in feng shui is associated with prosperity, with wealth. So if you have plants in certain areas of your home, that's supposed to call in an energy of wealth and of prosperity. Oh, I need other, more green in my house. Yay, <laughs> you see, you see. Uh, and that I think that is important is, you know, when it comes to indoor plants in particular, outdoor gardening, you know, the plants tend to survive a little bit better. They had the sun, they had the rain. But when it comes to your indoor plants, choose plants that are, specific to you. You know, some of us are plant parents who neglect our plant babies every now and then. We're so busy going Mm. to work that we kind of forget about them. So choose a plant that doesn't demand a lot of care. Succulents are great. They don't need to be watered very often. If you leave them in a good point in the sun, they're generally happy. Or maybe you're a plant parent who likes to sass. You like to water your plants every three days, trim them. You're a little bit OCD. You know, you like Mm -hmm. to move them around. And then you choose a plant that, that, that has those needs, you know. So I get a lot of questions about people saying, mm, I've tried growing plants, but they die all of the time. Well, maybe you're just not buying the right plant for you. Yeah. And I think that's the main thing. Even with this gardening practice, do things in your garden that, that automatically bring you joy. If that's working out outside, if it's listening to music and dancing, reading the book, all of these self-care practices that I know, you know, you speak a lot of in your wellness corner, take those activities outside and, and take them to a botanical garden if you don't have an outdoor space just to integrate nature to help you to, to restore. So what about changing one's garden at certain intervals when we want to create the space that we need to unwind into? Should we be changing our plants every now and again or just leave it as is? I think that that evolution of your garden should be organic and should your garden should kind of evolve as you evolve. So one of the things that I love about planting and gardening is it's actually quite affordable. You know, succulents, you can get succulents for under 20 rand. And the wonderful thing about plants is once you find a spot and a, a care routine that works for them, they grow. That's the whole idea. And once a plant grows, you can cut a slip off replant that slip and automatically you've got two plants where you only had one without needing to spend any money. Mm. So changing your garden, changing your indoor plants, whenever you feel like you need an energetic shift, maybe you're coming up to a new birthday, um, maybe you know there's a milestone in your life that you've reached and you want your external environment to mirror the change that is happening. 
And the wonderful way to do that is in your garden where, you know, you buy some new plants, maybe you add in a water feature, maybe you add a Zen garden in there or create a seating area with some cushions. All of these things are possible once you use your creativity. And I think the most important thing is remembering that there is no mistake that you can make. You know, nature is very forgiving. Um, Plants do grow back. So if you do make a change to your garden that you don't enjoy, know that once you give your garden a little bit of space, generally things will regrow and you can just start again. All right. Um, that's great to know that also, I mean, even if you don't have a patio, there are other options. And also you can go to mm-hmm. parks and botanical gardens, as you say. Exactly. Okay, we've got uh, um, a question. What is going on, uh, Kanya? Okay. I know. It's not a question, uh, Doctor. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Today. Happy, <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday. You too. Have a great one. So you were saying something? I was saying whenever things like that happen to me on a on a moon day, I just blame the full moon or the new moon. I just say, oh, yeah. the moon energy is doing its thing. <laughs> you sound a little bit kooky, but it's a good excuse to have. Yeah, no, actually, there we go. You just sorted it for me. Thanks. <laughs> have a good one. Thank you. You too. Dr. Nesum medical doctor, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher, talking to us in our wellness corner. We're going to